Welcome to the Awakened Man Podcast, where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man, a repository for holistic health, red pill knowledge, and freedom. Today, we're going to talk about financial health. We like to hit all the, the different tentacles of importance when it comes to a man and his ability to go his own way. We've covered topics vis-a-vis dating and intersexual dynamics the last four or five episodes we have the one on on physical health of course we have lots of those in the repository if you if you check the back catalog but today we're going to work on financial health financial health is very important and for men i think in some ways it's easier than women but (laughs) arguably maybe not because look a woman who's born beautiful didn't earn it at all just born with good dna if she makes just basic, fundamental, good decisions, one or two, she's set up for life. She truly is. Because her beauty, assuming she can stay in shape, her beauty is going to attract men of high sexual market value. And at that point, she just has to pick the man who can provide her the, the most optimal future, which is typically going to be in the form of security and money, and have a couple of kids with him. And as we know with the divorce rates at any time, she can divorce him and then take half the assets, decent amount, $30,000, $40,000 in child support annually, and then do that again and then find the next guy, theoretically. But with men, today we're going to focus on men's financial health. So there's a couple of decisions and mis- things that you can do early on that are going to set you up. And the number one most fundamental thing I would tell most men is never marry. And we'll get to that point when we get to the the kind of this this story, the narrative. So what can you do in high school? Okay, in high school, don't pick up any bad vices like drinking, binge drinking, becoming a, a Coke addict, or even a pot addict. And go back. We have an Awakened Man episode on how smoking pot leads to increased rates of psychosis and schizophrenia. So it's not as benign as you think. So that's what you need to do. Work on your schooling. Preferably have top 10% grades at your high school. That way you can get automatic admission to the best state schools here in Texas. If you're top 7%, you get automatic admission to UT Austin, Texas A&M, Texas Tech, the big schools that have the most uh, most majors and, and everything that you would want. So that's what I would recommend on the high school level. Certainly don't get a woman pregnant, but that's, that's kind of obvious. And fortunately, actually, the Gen Zers, are the uh, generation that has the least amount of sex in high school. A lot of that is attributed to the porn problem, but I guess that's a nice ancillary benefit. College. Don't get a woman pregnant, clearly. Pick the right degree. This is so fundamental. Pick the right degree. Don't pick a degree that you like. Pick a degree that's going to make money. If not, why are you there? Why are you going to major in archaeology, anthropology, psychology, political science? 
Why why are you going to college for that? You're gonna you're gonna be incurring a certain amount of debt by going to college in the first place. So it makes sense and behoove you to get a degree that's actually gonna make money. Look, whatever you like, you can do that as a hobby. And I wish I would have listened to my father. Go over to Confessions of an Obi Child. I have a couple episodes about my college choices, but he was like, Gregory, you need to pick a degree that's something that you like, not something, or something that makes money, not something that you like. It's like, whatever, Dad, I don't need to listen to you. He was right. He was a doctor. He was right. I picked, I was pre-med, and then I switched to undecided humanities because I liked geography. Yes. So look, if you're going to go to college, get in something that's going to make you bank, whether that's computer science, accounting, pre-med, pre-law, engineering, something that's going to give you a skill, or... Go the trades route. Go to community college and get trade, get get tra- trained in a trade. Well, that's a tongue twister. Plumbing, electrical work, HVAC, auto mechanic, because those can pay very well and eventually you can open your own business. So that's th- the fundamental thing, guys, is that and don't rack up debt. In most cases, you don't need to go to graduate school. If you're going to do nursing, albeit later on you can become a nurse practitioner, but for engineering, you don't need to go to graduate school for those things. So get the right degree. Certainly don't marry, don't get dick-napped when you're in college. Don't get a good woman pregnant, don't get dick-napped. And of course, what I mean by dick-napped is, you know, fall in love. Because when you fall in love, you make stupid decisions. You make stupid, stupid, stupid decisions. All right, now that you're in your 20s, you've kept your debt down. You might have a credit card. Get a credit card so you can build credit. Pay off the credit card every month. So only use it as necessary to build up credit. And in your 20s, what you can do is find a job, find a good job, move your way up. Now, look, we definitely live in a different time than in the past where you could be like Don Draper and get a job at one place and be there for 40 years. Actually, Don Draper is a bad example because he switched once. But my point is your grandparents lived that life. Right? You had one job for 45 years. We don't really live in that world anymore. You know, We're switching jobs, changing jobs. So change jobs, switch jobs when you feel like you're being capped out or wherever you're at or you're not being able to advance. And that's for you guys who want to be in business. I recommend a lot of you guys just be entrepreneurs on your own. Come up with a good idea, host a website, or have a website, host a podcast, a YouTube channel, TikTok now, if you can go down that road. But but if we're going down the road of pre-med, pre-law, engineering, accounting, get your degrees. If you're going to med school and law school, it's hard to get financial aid, so try to keep your debt down as much as you can. Uh, your student loan debt, I should say, and then certainly have no consumer debt. This is a problem that you see with women. They, they just rack up so much consumer debt because they don't live within their means. And there's that great line, live like a pauper in your 20s and 30s so you can live like a king in your 50s and 60s. So keep your spending down. You don't need to buy the nice sports car in your 20s. You don't need to live in the, the, most, the, the nicest neighborhood. Keep your finances in check. Spend commensurate to your salary and work hard at your job or have side gigs and or have side gigs so you're making money. We know sexual market value of a man is largely contingent on his earnings. So your peak sexual market value doesn't hit till about 35 to 50, if not 55, because you're making more money. Don't, don't be a teacher. You know We love teachers, but don't be a teacher. Don't be a firefighter. Don't be a policeman, even though they have good pensions, because you're not going to be really changing a lot of income in 20 years, maybe $10,000 in 20 years. No. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta hustle. Create your own business, or get a degree that's gonna make you a lot of money in law and medicine, engineering, accounting, and then in engineering and accounting and law and, and, and in medicine, start your private practice eventually, or get get in with a group that's gonna maximize your profit as well. 
All right. Now what do you do? Don't marry. And understand, look, marriage on occasion can bring you money. If you marry a woman who comes from a lot of money, family money, you might inherit that money. But as a whole, I know this might seem counterintuitive, but marrying a woman, even if she's working, in the long run, you'll probably end up in more financial straits than had you never married. Because when you're not married, A, you have more time to focus on your job. You could stay late, for example, or you could work on your side gigs through the night. Your schedule is really yours. Do what you want. But you have more time. You have more freedom to work on your side gigs. But you also have more time to recharge, more time to pivot, to switch careers, to switch jobs, because you're only responsible for you. So you just have a lot more time to work on yourself when you're not married. When you become married and you're beholden to another person, and lots of times when you want to switch careers, they're like, no, we don't want you to switch careers because you got to pay for the mortgage, you got to pay for the car, and blah, 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 blah. And so you're largely working for her. You become what we call the plow horse, the human ATM machine when you get married. Because now you really can't work for you. You can't pivot. you got to think about somebody else. And normally the car in the house that you have is largely determined by the woman. Real estate agents know this, right? They know if you get the woman, you'll get the house. Because most men can live in a more frugal setting or have a a frugal car until they're making enough money to get a nicer car, let's say. But women, they want to have a lifestyle. And look, largely this, this is their hypergamy and their need for security. And also, when someone else is footing the bill as a whole, you're a lot more profligate with your spending. We know that women marry men who make more money than them, especially if it's a marriage at past the age of 30. If it's a marriage in the early 20s, lots of times it's they're, 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 not make, they're making the same, and it's all about the man's potentiality, right? He's going to dental school, so he's going to eventually make money. But when women are over the age of 30, that's the number one factor. They're going to look for money, men who make money, because they want to tap into that provisioning. We've talked about this previously. So, yes, you might marry a teacher, or you might marry a whatever, Who's going to be bringing in 50, 60 K and yes, that's more money, but actually the flow of money leaving your account is going to be higher because she's mostly going to be the one who's hemorrhaging that money from you. I want a bigger house. I want a bigger car every three years. Plus you're going to have kids. Plus you got to buy designer clothes for the kids. Plus the trips and the furnishings and all these things that most guys as a whole are not going to be too concerned about. Now let's juxtapose that with the single man, the MGTOW man. The MGTOW man who never marries, who keeps working on his career, engineering, accounting, whatever it is, he's working his way up, he can be making six digit by whatever, let's just arbitrarily say 30, uh, 150 by 35 or 40, 250 by 50. All that money, he determines how he uses it. Whereas in the marriage dynamic, that man doesn't have that latitude, he doesn't have that freedom. He has to, A, talk to the wife about everything. How do you want to spend it? How do you want to invest it? But more often than not, she's just blowing a lot of that money, and he'll give the talk, you know, you need to stop spending money, and she'll just say, okay, honey, whatever. But you have, like, like think of, like, an asset liability ledger. You, or you have money coming in the pipe when you are MGTOW, and then you determine if you want to take a trip or if you want to save it, put in an investment, start a side gig, Start a second job. You know, you and only you determine that. 
And if, when you couple that latitude and that freedom and that license with how men as a whole don't overspend, men as a whole are much more financially solvent than if they were married. And certainly compared to the unmarried woman, the unmarried woman, if you look at the stats, they're responsible for 65% of student loan debt, 65% of consumer debt. Most women was like 50% of women don't have $500 in their savings account. Women are not good with money. And I think any married man knows this or previously married man knows this as a whole. Women are not good with money as a whole. Women have worse credit than men. It's just, they're just in financial straits. And this is why it's so important for them to find the man to marry, to get his credit rating, to get his income flow so they can get a, a, so she can get a nicer house, get out of the apartment, get a nicer house, nicer car and all these things because most men are blue pill and simpy and they'll, with all pleasure, I'll get you that new house, I'll get you that new car, I'll pay off your debt, I'll pay for your plastic surgery. All these cardinal mistakes that red pill men wouldn't make. Blue pill men will do it because they don't know 90% of divorces are initiated by women. So the woman initiates divorce, but look, she got her debt paid off. She got the boob job. She got all these things. And what did the guy get? Money taken from him. Half the, half the money, alimony, child support. So if you make the good decision of picking the right degree and never marry, a lot of single men in their 40s and 50s are they have two, three cars. They have a couple boats, a couple of houses because they make good money and they only can spend it or save it on them. A lot of guys I know retired by 50, retired by 45. And it's not like military dudes who entered at 20 and they retired by 40. I mean, military is another route you can do certainly, to, especially if you got debt. You can get out of the military by 40 and then you can go get a job with whatever skills that they gave you. But I know guys who went into business, worked hard, C, you know, CFO, CEO, CEO, whatever, vice presidents, whatever. And uh, they retire at 40, 45, or they go part-time. And they have cars and boats and all these things. Because again, you're not hemorrhaging money from the woman. So 90% of the time, I tell you men not to marry if you really want to have money in your retirement account later on. That, and of course, don't be a teacher, don't be a, a, a firefighter, don't do data clerk entry work that pays you 30000 a year, social worker. Don't do that. Because A, it's going to be a lot harder for you to build for retirement. And B, you're not going to get any women because you're not making any money. And the sexual market value of man is largely contingent on money. You can like it. You can you don't like it. It's the truth. So don't marry. Now, the question of kids. Kids is a separate question we'll talk about in a future episode. But as a whole, I would tell you, if you're looking at your finances, and although this is not ideal, the best thing to do is have, have children out of wedlock and not marry because she can only tap into the child support money and not your joint community assets. But guys, that's all I have to say. Two most important things for your financial health. Pick the right degree or the right trade. Don't marry. Work hard. Don't have kids. And you'll be set and you'll be you'll be living the, the life that you want to live and you'll be real, be able to retire at a young age. And lastly, just don't overspend. Live within your means, especially in your 20s. But by the time you're making good money in your 30s and 40s, that's when you can start buying your toys. That's where you can start investing more, taking trips or doing whatever you want to do. So guys, listen. Website's Naturopathic Earth. Go check out all the articles there and the recipes that we have there. They're all about holistic health and, and health, which is important, right? We want to extend our longevity 
uh, way past 80 years old. And the best way to do it is through eating well, fasting, and things like that. If you want to help us out, click on the PayPal link in the episode notes and donate whatever you can. Also, we're Amazon affiliates, so go to Naturopathic Earth. There's a link in the episode notes. Click on the recipes and then click on the Amazon links. And then anything you buy on Amazon within 24 hours, going through our links, you get a 2% commission, no expense to you. You don't have to buy whatever the item that is linked on naturopathic earth you can just use that to get to amazon and then search all you want also another way you can help us out is buy my books confessions of an obese child or revelations of a weight loss warrior you can find them on kindle or paperback on amazon or barnes and noble nook if you want some one-on-one coaching from the red pill perspective or weight loss because you guys know i lost over 100 pounds and kept it off for 30 years contact me through the clarity fm link in the episode notes or on the website naturopathicearth.com and we can talk Last thing is please subscribe and post an honest review for The Awakened Man. Do it right now. It takes you two seconds. Just do it right now. Also, for The Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary, we just did an episode on melatonin, the dangers of taking melatonin, the sleep aid, and confessions of an obese child. God, take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at The Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time. Music attributed to Nine Inch Nails.